This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Welcome to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. This is the final cast segment with your hosts, Brad Hicks and Josh Eldridge, where we cast our final opinions on all products, good and bad. Welcome to the final cast. Welcome, everybody, back to the final cast on the Paddle and Fin Network. My name is Josh. I'm Brad. That was a little What's loud. up, Brad? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Brad's on cloud nine tournament love right now. I am, dude. This weekend was fun. <laughs> I bet, man. I bet. So uh, Brad and I are going to do it a little bit different um, on this week's episode. Instead of reviewing a product, we're going to kind of review uh, what happened tournament-wise for us this month. Brad, I assume that you're not going to be any more tournament. You're not in a tournament this weekend, are you? No, I, I, I'm doing all the Cincinnati ones this year. So there's six events. Okay. Uh, the next event is May 29th or something like that. Cool, cool, cool. So Brad had a really stellar finish, placed second. Uh, so we're going to get into that. And we'll talk about kind of – I did a couple monthlies. I did Jackson's charity tournament for the COVID. And then I did the KBF monthly. Um, I didn't do too hateful. Um <laughs> Most of my fish were actually caught a few weeks ago. I haven't had, I've had a few skunks since then, but we'll kind of get into that also. So, uh, Brad, you want to tell us what tournament you did this past weekend? Yeah, it was the uh, Cincinnati Kayak Fishing Trail uh, ran by Strictly Sail and uh, Brian Tacey. Uh, he runs a good trail, man. I, I, I like fishing that trail. I, I don't really have anything to compare it to, but I, I've never fished Buckeye Trail yet. Um, it just hasn't fallen into place for me. But uh, we had a 150-mile radius tournament that we fished, and you could fish. 
within 150 miles of Great American Ballpark, I think, which is Cincinnati Red Stadium. And um, I see he kind of switched it up a little bit as opposed to being from Strictly Sale. Yeah. I, well, I think it's always been from Great American. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought but, it was from the shop. I thought it was too originally, but then I saw other guys talking and uh, they're like, no, it's Great American Ballpark. I'm like, oh, okay. That's cool. That's cool. Heck yeah, man. So if I remember correctly, that tournament, it was supposed to be the Cowan Lake tournament, right? Yeah. Cowan Maybe Lake. That's what it is, dude. Anything associated <laughs> with Cowan Lake, you just grasp it and just. Bah. I, I hate Cowan Lake so much that I just want to beat it or whatever no, you replaces don't. it. You say that, but then you just go there and you walk out with a few hundred dollars stuffed in your pants like, what's up? <laughs> Sup, Cowan Lake? Well, the funny funny thing is the very first tournament last year was uh, the beginning of April, and I got skunked, and those conditions were awful too. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, there was 15 people caught fish that day, and it was like 32 fish total out of 55 anglers. Yeah. But that that lake usually isn't my friend. It has been the past two years, bro. It's your best friend, man. Well, I mean, I, that's I, where I didn't... I, and that's that's where I got the nickname Trash Panda. So it's got a special place in my heart too. Yeah. I mean, I used to spend weekends there back when uh, we were in high school and the college. We used to go camping for a week there every year, and we used to terrorize the raccoons. And then I told that story. <laughs> And then we oh. had the raccoons show up, and then I heard That's the <laughs> the basically party that they were throwing outside my tent all night long, trying to get to the the bones and the meat that were thrown up underneath Brian Schiller's uh, <laughs> camper. So yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't know the whole backstory to that uh, nickname. Yeah, That's funny. Yeah, so we we used to terrorize them, man. We would set them up and get them to come into the camp and just poor trash pandas so they're, they're become my friends i feel bad yeah. i was an a-hole back then so but <laughs> That's so uh, brad and i haven't talked about this i've just congratulated him on his win and stuff so um i was following it no, during second, the live place it wasn't a win uh, yeah i know but still it was, it was i mean there was a good amount of angler anglers in it 53 right 63 63? Okay. Yeah. That was 53. But, I mean, you put on a good showing, man. And what was impressive is that Brad did this all in the river. You said you put up, what was the, it was uh, the tournament that he fished was a three limit, uh, three fish limit. And what was your final total? Uh, 56.25, which was like an 18 and something average. So Brad caught two 19-inch river smallmouth and a 17 and a half. Was that correct? 17 and three quarter. 17 and three quarter. Okay. Yeah. So that's dude. That that in itself is a stellar day on the river. Let alone <laughs> the fact that you did it in a tournament. And tell us about what the conditions were like that day. Dude, it was so cold. It was rainy, and we had gusts of wind like 20 to 30 mile an hour at, at points. Uh, beginning of the day wasn't too bad though. Uh, it was, it was raining a little bit. Uh, it wasn't windy though, but as the day went on that wind, man, I, I got, I got so frustrated with the wind. Uh, I, I ended up not fishing the whole duration of the day. I, I got off the water at like one thirty. Yeah. 
Well, what time did that tournament end? Four. Four at at the time, yeah. At the time, I was in second place. The guy that was in first, I would have had to catch a 21 and a quarter inch smallmouth to beat him. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen in Ohio on the river. So I was just like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. You <laughs> had some good luck going. But don't sell yourself short. Yeah. You might find that like rare gem of like a 23-inch river smallmouth in Ohio. Dude, God, I, I can't imagine, dude. I'd poop my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Just being honest. And when, when I caught that 19 and a half, dude, I started like, <clears throat> I started hyperventilating. It was weird. I was like, oh, oh, oh my. Is that your personal best now? Uh, tied. I caught tied. that 19 and a half last year. But I sent you guys that picture, and that tail was like just shy of 19 and three quarter. I mean, like within a fraction. Yeah. I pinched the tail. I got it to touch 20 and we talked about it in the group. Ryan was like, Nope, not a 20. You said, yeah, that was a 20. I don't know. I don't care. It's whatever. I mean, that's what mine did when I was with you is, um, I could get it to 20, but every time I snapped a picture, man, he would fan his tail out again. Yep. and it would just go hair underneath it. So, um, I mean, if, I, I, that, that's close enough to me. You know, I, I mean, I remember when I first caught the one when I was like really new to wade fishing and I posted up on OGF and I was like, yeah, it's 19 and 15, 16. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've seen guys <laughs> and, do that. And, uh, and it was, um, it was just a hair short and everybody's like, dude, I'd mark that as a 20 in my book. You know, like I was like, all right, cool. But you know, yeah. I still, you know, I, the most the first legit 20 that i caught was the one with you last year on the river and you know that i got it to touch 20 easy i just couldn't get the picture of it so i as opposed to sitting there i mean that fish i had him in and out of the water uh for you know a good solid five six seven minutes um trying to get the picture taken and then show you and you took a picture and then justin and um and uh, Chris came over and they wanted to see it. So, you know, after a while, I was like, all right, man, you know, after a few minutes, I was like, I got to get this fish back in the water. So, yeah, here's a picture of the tail. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like just shy of 19 and three quarter. And that's not me pinching it at all. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's all that right, though, awesome. man. It's awesome fish. So, um, so you caught that fish first, right? Was that your uh, first one? No, I actually, I caught one like 30 minutes in maybe, around okay. 30 minutes. Uh, I think it was around 7 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, 13 and, what's remember. that? What's that? Give us a rundown of like what you caught when kind of thing. Like, oh, okay. What, like, like what sizes were you looking at? Yeah. Actually, the very first hit I had, I was, uh, I was throwing the, um, Wicked weights, uh, underspin with the Kytec. I was pulling it through this eddy right along a seam, right back to me. I was about to pull this uh, lure out of the water, and this fish just slammed on it. I didn't hook up, but it slammed it. That's the second day in a row that, that happened to me. I, I caught one Saturday doing the same thing, about to lift the thing out of the water, and he just jumps and slams it. Yeah. That was the I first. I that happened a lot with the uh, saw guy, like 
when it's like the water's kind of dirty, man, like on the mm-hmm. little Miami river, especially, uh, get ready to pull the Kytec up out of the water. And it's like about a foot down just to where I can see it. And then boom, see a saw guy slash on it. They usually miss. I mean, I've had them hook up for just a quick second and shake off, but yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the first, uh, activity I had. I think I was right off the bat too. That was within first 15 minutes and then a little bit longer. I, I caught that 13 and a quarter maybe, or 13 and three quarter. I can't remember. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, I was, in, I was in the top five all day, I think. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause, uh, Chris Jaunch was a uh, first place at one point. He had his limit pretty quick, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was right behind him. Um, I, I wasn't getting any activity on that side of the river. So I switched over to the other side of the river and, uh, started casting in TRD. And that's where I hooked up into 17 and a quarter, I think. Yeah. 17 and a quarter. And that thing was a football. Absolute football. That thing was fat. Let's see if I can pull this picture up real quick. So you had a 17 and a quarter and you, that, that wasn't even on your, uh, I called, I called that one. Nice. (laughs) And it was a football man. Yeah, it was. So yeah, I caught him. And then, uh, I think I caught the 19 and a half after that, the biggest one of the day. And then I was in first for a while after that. Up until probably about noon. And that's when I went and took a break. No, I caught another 16 and a half after I caught the 19. And I didn't get a picture of the 16 and a half because it didn't call. So I just threw it back, you know, Mm -hmm. because I wanted to get back to fishing. And then I went and took a break in the truck because my my hands were so cold. I could not like cast my bait caster reel or I couldn't even grip the fish like I I dropped uh which one was it I think it was the 17 and a quarter I dropped him in my boat he was flipping around went in the drunk drawer I couldn't lip him it it was oh dude it was crazy I don't know so Brad sent us a message to the paddle and fin host when he decided to take a break and it was absolutely hilarious so this is during the live feed, I think. Might have been a little bit afterwards, but let me see if I can pull it up here. Did you send it to the host one or the uh, the turning yeah, one? The host one. Mm, I think I can't remember. But yeah, I, I sent you guys that. I sent you a message. I was like, I "Have to sit in my truck, dude. I can't move my hands. It was cold. My yeah, gloves were soaking to... wet." Yeah, Brad Texas let us. Uh, know what was going on with his hands and he was freezing i for sure thought i was going to lose that 19 and a half in the 17 and a quarter that's how cold my hands were and the the way i was reeling my bait caster you know how you like hold your grip like this yeah i was holding it like this because <laughs> i couldn't move my fingers <laughs> i had like a closed fist on my uh the grip of my uh bait caster and i was just trucking it in (laughs) oh man that was probably one of the worst uh conditions i've ever fished in though man it was awful so brad texts us and said i'm in the truck now it's cold my hands are freezing and then he tried to type again and he wrote (laughs) i've got rum (laughs) 
and then something like, uh, which was supposed to be, I've got time. And then uh, something else that was hilarious. And yeah, oh, so we were, I, I was saying I got till four. Oh yeah. But it didn't say four. It said, I, like, got, I got rum. That's what it said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, the the first text I, I did the the talk to text thing I couldn't you know I couldn't move my fingers so then I tried texting that part and it just went bad yeah <laughs> so I remember checking around that time and you were sitting in first and then about fifteen to thirty minutes later is when I looked back again into it I was intrigued at that point and you were actually up in first by quite a bit and then that guy mm-hmm. caught another twenty. 21 inch he caught two 21 inch largies and uh, i saw him take the lead and i was like well you know the brand could upgrade and but then when you did the math you're like i'd have to catch like a 21 inch so you were down probably by what like five inches at that point yeah yeah it was five inches five Five and a quarter five and a quarter because then you would you were trying to call that 17 but yeah, man. So Brad, though, when he f- totaled up everything, it would have been a five fish limit of 90 inches out of the river. 90 mouth, on the dot. 90 on the dot here in southwest Ohio. That is pretty amazing, man. That's a that's pretty awesome. The fact that you did that also. And what time did you get out there? Uh, it was like, well, I didn't get out there till sun su- sunrise because I don't have a light. Yeah. So, so seven something. No, it was like six fifty, six forty five, something like that. Okay. So you fished from seven till approximately one one thirty, and you yeah, caught pretty much a, a five fish smallmouth river limit of ninety inches. Yep. <laughs> Do it, dude. Me, what? Dude, everybody you, was like giving you such mad props for it, too. That's awesome, man. I know, like, Kurt, he, he even made a post and tagged me, and I'm like, dude. He was like, I, I was like, thanks, Kurt, that means a lot, because he's the standard here in Ohio. And I said that, and he was like, no, you're the new standard, dude. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> you, I, I'm going to let you guys down so hard in our next tournament. I'm going to put up, like, 30 inches, and you guys are going to laugh. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it's... Um... Second place finish, man. You had first for quite. I thought you had first locked up. To be honest with you, man, I was like, that's gonna be hard for somebody to beat that. Uh, but obviously, with it being a 150 mile tournament, who knows? You know, it's kind of basically an online tournament, and you got a lot of water to choose from within a 150 mile radius of Cincinnati. So there was definitely some good spots that were in there. But the fact that you did it locally, it's pretty pretty awesome, man. Congratulations. Thanks, dude. I'm I'm still I'm still pumped about it. I was at work today, uh, actually running some Tyvek, nailing it up and stuff. And I was just sitting there thinking about. It. I'm like, that was fun. I want to do it again. Gonna, you know, it's gonna happen now. What's that? Every fishing trip you have now is gonna be a letdown. I know. <laughs> it's never gonna measure up. To <laughs> I know. I, I kind of had a similar day back in October too. I caught that 19 and a half, and then a 18 and a half, and then a few other fish i think that were around like 15 or something like that and that was just 
You just topped it off again. I did, but yeah, I still think back to that day too, though. That that was the same day Justin won and caught his twenty on the Buckeye River tournament. Same area too. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, man. Uh, My uh, my story sucks compared to yours, but you know, (laughs) it's all right. I uh, it was kind of funny though, because my first. My first jaunt onto the river. All right, so I'm doing three tournaments right now. Well, not two now, but the one's getting ready to end, and I doubt that I'll fish prior to it. It's possible, but I don't think so. When's this month end? Yeah, I won't have another day to fish for it. But so I was sitting around 18th to 20th place in the monthly. So I'm about in the mid-pack, right in the middle. KBF? Yeah, for the KBF monthly. I got 83 inches, um, 83 inches, same thing as in the COVID tournament for Jackson Orr, but there's so many people in that. I'm in like between 40-something and 50th place. Same thing, about mid-pack in that one. But I can't even say mid-pack because there's a lot of people who aren't really fit, uh, scoring their fish for the COVID yeah. thing. They just signed up for it. So Yeah, donate money. But, I mean, 83 inches, they were all river smallmouth. Um, so I'm not like you know, down on it. Not a bad, not a bad limit for fishing the river around here. Um, I caught a 19, 19 inch smallmouth that's in there. Um, that was on one of the first times I went. It's kind of weird. It's kind of a funky day and a funky way I caught it. I threw my Kitek downstream and I was reeling at it back in like against the current when it hit and I don't get too I, I get hits like that sometimes or you'll see them swipe and miss it. But a lot of times it's kind of hard to hook up with a fish like that because mm-hmm. you tend to pull the lure out of its mouth, you know, with the current like that. Cause they're biting at the backside of that instead of the front side of it. So, but, um, and then I'm also doing like a private tournament with my buddies with Dylan and Braden and, uh, oh, Kyle, yeah. big shout out to them and Jeff. And it's kind of just a little private tournament between the five of us fishing uh, our uh, local river here. And um, <clears throat> so I'm leading that one, but Braden's been on a tear lately. So uh, every time I look, dude, he's gained back, gain on me. So it's 10 fish, right? Yeah. 10 fish. And yeah, dude. So I have 159 inches. And last time I looked, Braden had 120 something, and he's at 152 and a half now. So he's only six Dang. and a half behind me. Dang. And then Dylan is up to 120.75. And then Kyle's at 59 and a quarter, and Jeff's at 17 and three quarters. I don't think Jeff's been out there too much. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dylan and Braden uh, fished the Cincinnati tournament. Yeah. D- uh, yeah. Dylan uh, didn't place bad. He He pulled out a limit, like a 40 something inch limit nice yeah yeah he's probably river fishing too i don't know if they yeah, went to he, a lake or not uh, me and him ran into each other oh that's cool yeah heck yeah man so um you know that's uh that's kind of where i'm at with tournaments um i got my match up against uh oh yeah the chief the president the ceo of paddle and finn brian sly dog shiller this weekend on yeah, sunday from 8 to man. 12 all right so well i, I don't I, I was on the first live stream of that I, I didn't get to watch it this past weekend um 
and it's Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. When you guys fish. Now I don't know what I'm. I don't know if I'll be able to watch it or not. I don't know. It might not be that exciting. You might be like Eldridge, you're an awful angler, and I'd be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you do but, you know where you're going? So I've well, got some. You don't got to say. Works. I was just curious if you knew. It's a possibility I might go to Erie. Uh, possibility to a undisclosed location. It's possible another undisclosed location. Is this the I spot that I've been to with you? No. Oh, okay. Um, actually, one of them is. Okay. Um, I, 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 know where I don't know if it's that one specifically, but. Um, and then it's possible I might just be like, hey, Brad, where'd you go catch, you know, 90 inch limit of smallmouth? I need you to take me there. Dude, I, Brian, I, Brian's I, convinced that I'm paying people for GPS locations. <laughs> I told you don't him have I paid to pay st- people, dude. You've got some told, nice smallmouth. I told, told him I paid uh, Aaron Steiger $1,000 to be my guide. I saw that. Yeah, Aaron was like, I'm going to take him to my favorite spot. He said that. I was like, I know where that is. I want to go. <laughs> so, you know, it, I'm playing it by years. Um it's weather dependent obviously too since i'm in a paddle boat um so if the wind is awful erie might be off the list um but if i go to erie though i'm not going to be fishing the main lake um it'll probably be like a harbor uh i don't know that it's going to be east west harbor i might fish a marina um our buddy mike grimsley he's um his uh he's got relatives i think his dad lives up on Erie, so him and I were thinking about just making a weekend trip out of it. So I don't know. Um, like I said, it's all dependent on the weather, and the weather was not looking too hot for this weekend. So um, it's that's kind of what I'm waiting on. And you know how hot weather is, man. It's it's always garbage until like the day before if you see <laughs> really truly what it is. So or or it's garbage on a. Uh on tournament day and then the very next day it's 70 and sunny yeah (laughs) today was gorgeous that was really windy yeah it was nice but uh so what do you got you got you're just doing the ckf stuff this year right yeah um i well i became kbf member so i don't know if that mate qualified me for the national championship or not uh i asked brian mid-tournament that's when i signed up to be a member (laughs) He was like, oh, you could try it. I'll, I'll put it in and see what happens. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I, I knew I was going to place in the money, so I was like, yeah, 50 bucks towards that, whatever. So, I don't know. If I don't do that, I'll probably end up in some monthlies this year if it yeah. didn't go through. Yeah. Um, speaking of the monthlies, I've, there's been a little bit of chatter in regards to um, the shortened amount of time. Um, people have been asking about it online. Um, they weren't aware of it, uh, but I was aware of it. If mm-hmm. anybody had been paying attention to all of Chad Hoover's videos, you guys would have been informed of it. Um, understandably so not, you know, everybody can sit through the, you know, the videos all the time. So, but anytime you sign up for a tournament though, you need to check out the dates at the top of it. There's always a list of dates of when it's valid through. So if you're not paying attention, you guys make sure you're paying attention to those because not all online tournaments run full months. Some of them do, some of them don't. 
Um, there may be stipulations. So make sure when you're signed up for Tourney X that you're reading all the rules, regulations, and timeframes and all that jazz, you know. So that way you know what your limits are, you know, what, you know, what what's a qualifying measurable fish, that sort of thing. Cause all these different tournaments, they can be like nine inches or twelve inches, or you know, they're only running from whatever date. I think the KBF monthlies are like twenty-one or twenty-two days uh, mm-hmm. for this year. Uh, we did reach out to KBF to ask the reason why, and we did get an answer back in regards to that. And it was due to the difficulty for them to run concurrent months back to back to back to be set up for the next ones. Cause a lot yeah. of times they are still trying to get um, the payout situated as well as fish judged. You think about it, you know, you've got, However many states are involved, I don't think that all 50 states are involved with the KBF monthlies. There might be a point in time that they are during the summer, but I know not all of them come online like in May or April or, you know what I mean? Those kind of mm-hmm. dates. I don't think that they do, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, but in regards to that, though, so <clears throat> I was aware that I forgot. I knew that it did, and I forgot. Mike was like, hey, dude, we should try to go out fishing one time today is the last day and i was like oh it is in it i forgot all about that so just be aware of that guys and but they said you know it just gives them time to get things wrapped up from the previous month before they start you know on another tournament so it's understandable it's a small operation there's a lot that goes into it behind the scenes at kbf so you know i, I don't really have an issue with it so i think it kind of keeps things interesting too um i think when you give that extra week or so um you know it's kind of cool, you know, you might yeah. end up with a better finish than you might, you know, if there was well, another week or whatever. Well, Sam, Sam made a good point when we talked about this a few months back uh, in our group chat. He said it actually benefits guys like like us that aren't on the water every single day, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So it, it kind of evens out the playing field, I guess. Give, give gives the guys, top guys, less time to catch some huge fish like they're used to. And we've always kind of joked about the KBF monthly. It's like the honey hole tournament. Like, yeah. you know, everybody's at their honey holes consistently, just big fish after big fish after big fish, you know. So, yeah, I could see it, you know, for people like you and I who maybe get out once once or twice a week versus guys who are out there three, four, five times a week. So, mm-hmm. but oh, I was going to – you mentioned Michael, Mike Grimsley. I was going to give him a shout out because he, he plays fourth in the Radius tournament. Yeah, and dude. He is he's he's a silent hammer, dude. Dude, he's been killing it this year. He, like, he freaking hammers the fish. Nobody no, no nobody gives him props, man. I see was, him on the leaderboards all the time. He was yeah, dude. Mike's been he's had a heck of a year so far. He was in the monthly. At one point he was sitting in third. I think he dropped down to fifth uh towards the end of it. Um we tried to go out so he could call some fish, but him and I, dude, we have a super unlucky streak together when we fish. <laughs> like last year, we fished for the first time together, and I skunked, and he caught he caught uh, a fish out of the river, and it was actually a good fish, but it was the only one that he caught, and it was like an eighteen and a quarter, something like that. But that was literally the only fish we caught. And then we went out together this year, got skunked, went out again. He's he caught a little one, maybe like a really small one. And then I caught 
what felt like a good fish, but uh, popped off. So that was another bad day. And it's just, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of scared to go fish with him this weekend because I'm like, dude, we just do horrible. Like, all right, <laughs> let's go to a big fish spot and increase our odds, you know. Dude, but you, you guys have to let me know. I, I want to come. Maybe. Of course, dude. Yeah, for sure. I want to fish with Mike. I, I've never fished I, with him yet. Well, I asked you if you wanted to fish a couple of weeks ago, and you were like, oh, man, my wife's freaking out, dude, like over this virus thing, man. And I don't know. I'm oh, with... yeah. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was because she runs her business. She's still and... doing that, right? Yeah. <laughs> the so, yeah, the social distancing thing. She wants me to stay away from people. All right. Well, I'll just bring Lysol. Okay, and every time you go to talk to me, I'm gonna shoot you in the mouth with it. <laughs> I don't have an issue with it. I'll go. I I'll ride in everybody's truck. I don't. I'll care. wear a mask and I'll wear gloves. No, I. And then we'll sanitize you outside the truck with rubbing alcohol bath. Okay. Rub rub me down, baby. Well, <laughs> rub you down with it, set you on fire. <laughs> that wouldn't be. But fun. um, so I'm signed up again for the May KBF monthly. Um, I got my tournament with Brian and hopefully I do well. I honestly don't really care if I win or not. I just want to make it competitive. Yeah. You know what I mean? We need a competitive like make round. It fun. Make it fun we to watch. We haven't had too big of a competitive round yet. I mean, you yeah. and Ricketts were the closest, but Ricketts caught one monster fish and you caught Three, so you you know three three dinks. <laughs> it I won. think they're all like fourteen inches. And then like the next weekend, Brad's like, check this out. Who's ninety inches of smallmouth <laughs> in the same spot? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but so that's what I got planned for now. But other than that, man, um, it was it was fun doing it um, until it's kind of cool that you had had it turn on when you did where you did because i'm familiar with where you fished and you know like we were all kind of complaining because it seemed to start to fire up and then that cold front that we've all been talking about lately just shut it all down man and to be honest with you i was really surprised when you started pulling those numbers i'm like okay okay the big fish are showing up the big girls are are here you know um so i'm kind of excited to even get to my little local spot um it's been hammered lately. A lot of, you know, uh, bank fishermen all over the place, but dang hillbillies, you know, I, <laughs> I almost want to try if I get a break in the weather this week, man, I might try to shoot down there and, yeah. uh, see what it's like, but I'm afraid to wear it out. Cause you know, it's a, it's a small spot. It's not a small spot, but it doesn't load up with a ton of fish. It loads up with good fish, but there's not, a lot of females, I think, that kind of pull into that area because it seems like a spawning area. So, and for those who were wondering, I'm not bed fishing for them. It's on the river. It's in a actually a kind of a high current area, but there's a spot that's just off off the main current line where they spawn. But um, I've never bed fished out there really. Um, I may have caught like a couple males, but that's totally been on accident. But I, go I ahead. I don't know if I've ever seen a bed on the river. I've seen them, but I, to be honest with you, like it's the rivers. I think the remnants of it just kind of get washed away and it looks just like it does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like fairly quickly, like, um, cause the area that I fish, man, not only do smallmouth, I think spawn there, but I think that carp do as well. 
And because this spot in the summertime, it's hilarious. It looks like a pig farm. Like it's the only way I can describe it. Cause it gets real shallow there when, uh, you know, when it warms up and, the, and it stops raining so much in the carp, dude, carp are, is an amazing fish. So I've seen these things be stuck up on the like floodplain ledge of the river and they're in like six inches of water in a puddle and there'll be like 15 of them. And obviously they'll probably die up there because nine times out of 10, the river, once it hits that summer level, it's not going to come back up there again even with a big rain, but, um, but even in the main river part, uh, below the flood, the, cause the rivers here, we have like, they're tiered and there'll be like a level up and then another level. And I'm talking about that kind of secondary level, not the top of it, but the next one down. And then you've got your main river channel <clears throat> and, um, they'll be in like six inches of water. It's just sheer mud, man. Like, cause they're <laughs> flipping and wallowing around trying to That's spawn. Nasty. And there's like a thousand of them. Like yeah. it's disgusting. It literally, the first time I saw it, I didn't even realize what I was looking at. And I was like, that looks like pigs wallowing in mud. And then I realized I'm like, <laughs> that's carp. And they're spawning like crazy, man. Yeah. Those things are nasty, man. I mean, like, groups 10 of them dan just, like, just I, i've seen it before up. i've seen yeah. it before on a lake dale dale hollow they were up shallow and they were just oh dude it was weird yeah it is weird but so yeah i'm i'm at a loss man of what to do for the weekend i just don't want to get the bake breaks beaten off me by brian so i was looking at the weekend weather here it it looks like it's you're good, dude. We're going to have 70 degree temperatures and it looks like some rain on Sunday, maybe 50% chance Saturday yeah. is supposed to be 72. You might be good. Uh, I was going to go back to that though. Um, you said about the smallmouth biting in the, the bad weather, uh, later on in that day, uh, shout out to Ryan Dahl. He, he watched, he listens to our, uh, uh, podcast. He had a good day. Did you see like the fish he caught? Yeah, he him and his buddies posted up a picture and he's like, This is the main good picture, but he said they caught tons of fish that day. Yeah. Yeah, and they were all big. Yeah. He had he had like a couple eighteens and a nineteen and it was it was crazy. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully the river's fired up finally. It, you it, seem to have been fired up. Yeah. It, it was. I mean, I, I, or let me go back. The, the night before, the river was at like a very low level. It was raining a bunch throughout the night. I woke up and saw that it only went up 0. 0.03 feet. Yeah. So I was like, dude, this this is good. Uh, as the as the morning went on, I kept checking the river gauge to make sure it wasn't rising fast, and it went up a quarter of a foot. I was like. No wonder they're biting, dude. Rising river with like mid fifties temperatures, they're 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 tend to, or they tend to go nuts. So it made sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I took Zach out, and the river actually rose really fast. And that day, it but it was super super muddy. But I don't think that the smallmouth had really moved into like a big feeding pattern. Still, like I think they were probably on their way, but. Dude, it was insane. We saw so many fish jumping. I think there were those, um, the like quillback sucker fish or something. Yeah. Because they sort of looked like smallmouth, but I kept seeing that weird orange tail and that little 
um, they call them quillbacks because they've got this little like appendage, you know, off of their uh, fins, and it kind of looks like a quill, like off a you know a porcupine or something. Yeah. And uh, I saw those things all over the place, and they were all over top water, just biting. It was funny because I took Zach, and it was, you know, he's four years old. He's like, "Dang, there's one. Catch that one. Dang, there's one. Catch <laughs> that one." And I'm like, "I wish it was that easy, buddy." But here it is, but, one uh, of those. Yep. Yeah. I've caught a couple of those things on the great Miami river, uh, with artificial hard lures, like a little crankbait or like a little rip stop or something. Yeah. I've never caught one. So what are we sitting at here? So that was a good one, man. I appreciate you sharing, you know, your experience out there again, dude, super proud of you, man. Brad's really making like good moves in the fishing community. He's picking up sponsors. He's doing well in these tournaments. He's got a heck of a social media like following going and stuff. So I'm I'm happy for you, man. It's it's cool seeing you, you know, get you know the accolades and the success with because you put in a lot of hard work. You know, I know a lot of people might give you like a hard time or whatever here and there, but overall, man, you know. Uh, to me, you put in a lot of work to kind of be where you're at, man. And I just wish you like continued success, you know, from here on out. Cause I do know that you bust your butt. You spend a lot of time on social media. You do the podcast with me and you know, it's just, it's cool seeing you do, do well in those tournaments, bro. Thanks man. Appreciate it. I, man, I don't like when people like, I don't know, man. I don't want to be considered a hammer. <laughs> you know, that just, I, I just don't like it. I told I told you guys that when you, you you guys all called me sticks back then. I'm like, don't call me that. I don't I don't feel like one. You are now. I don't Official feel like sticks. Sticks. I don't feel like one at all. No, you're working your way up, buddy. So maybe <laughs> one day you'll just accept it. I'll get you a I'll get you a shirt that says hammer or sticks. It'll be your choice. <laughs> Not, I won't accept that title until I win a major trail series or something. <laughs> it might have to wait till next year. Yeah. Or five years from now. Who knows? You never know, <laughs> man. Never know. Brad Hicks, the on-road tournament angler, coming live from his little RV. <laughs> No, I I actually I don't want to do that. That's not something I really want to do. Yeah. I, I've I've talked to my wife about it. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Tra- traveling tournament fisher fisherman. I don't know. Just doesn't. I, but I'll tell you who can do that here in the next couple of years. Justin Marshall. He's killing it too. Yeah, he's been on fire. He had a pretty good uh, finish in that tournament as well, didn't he? I think he was around 13th 14th something like that uh 12th 12th okay. and then he and then he won a couple weeks ago too yep so heck yeah man you guys are killing it man You're making me look bad <laughs> it's all right i look bad without you guys so <laughs> i enjoy it i'm a trash panda man i do this for fun i'm doing but, it for uh, fun too oh i know i know you just got this lucky streak about you it pisses me off <laughs> I guess. Uh, Well, with that, I think we'll finish here. Anything else you want to share, Brad? I like turtles. All right. Brad likes turtles. (laughs)
I like raccoons. So <laughs> with that, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, check out the live feed and check out uh, Brian's podcast live with Scott Butcher and the five live champions. There's going to be a twist. It's going to be a twist to that last championship matchup and Scott and the boys are going to share it. So tune in. It's going to be a busy Sunday for us at Paddle and Finn. So everybody wish me luck. Wish Brian bad luck. And we will uh, see you soon. Thanks for listening. See ya. Go check out the website, guys. Paddle, the letter N and Finn.com. Also check out YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're doing giveaways, announcements, things like that at Facebook and Instagram at paddle and fin. Shout out to our show supporters, Rocktown Adventures, Leveling Canoe and Kayak, Hammer Lures, Fish Mob Lures, TRC Covers, Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com. You can put the Paddle and Fin logo right on your catchboard. Don't forget to go over and pick up your Jig Masters jigs. Use promo code PNF20 and save 20% today. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. It helps grow the audience, helps others find our podcast. So please drop a five-star rating in on the podcast platform you're listening on. Don't forget about the recycled plastics program, you guys. Take your used plastic baits, put them in an envelope, mail them to the address in the show notes. Our man Eric Richards at Hammer Lures melts those down makes new baits and donates them to various chapters of Heroes on the Water.